Okay. Hey, everyone again. It's Jen and Ben with our It's Who We Are podcast. Um, yeah, today we're just going to continue on with some stories from Thailand, episode two. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the roads in Thailand because that's a massive big deal. So apparently, um, still this year, 2021, Thailand has the second most um, dangerous roads to drive on in the world. Um, the only one above Thailand is Africa. I don't know where in Africa, but um, yeah. So Every year, there's probably about 26,000 people die on the road a year, which is pretty massive. Um, they've got a po population of 67 million, but that's a huge number of deaths on the road. I've heard that people um, say, um, they're actually saying that that's just because they only classify the deaths. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard it. But they only classify the death actually on the road as a road death. And if they die in hospital after the fact, then they don't classify it as a road death. But yeah. that could just be hearsay. It could be, yeah, but I have heard that too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently this year, um, the road, um, like the speed limit on the highways was always 90 kilometres an hour. Not that anyone ever paid any attention to that, <laughs> but supposedly yeah. that's what it was. But I've heard this year that they've upped the speed limit to 120 k's an hour on all four lane highways. So I heard that I too, know. but I, haven't, I don't know if it's true or not because we haven't been anywhere this year. Yeah, yeah, no, I've I've just seen it on the internet and things like that. Um, yeah, so like that's just going to add to the craziness, I think. You know, like at 90, lots of people would be driving 140. So if it's 120, where are they going to go? I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, if that's good logic or not, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll just keep like tripling the speed limit every time. <laughs> yeah, that's no, probably not. But you know, yeah. that's that's where my brain goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, I think a lot of the part of the reasons is speed. I think drugs and alcohol play a big part in it. So many people still don't wear seatbelts and they don't wear helmets on their bikes. Um, and I also feel like there's not the same value on life as we have either. But I remember one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life was in the town that we lived in, in Lomsuk, any fatal car accidents, they had this little paddock where they put the cars from these accidents. One day I was walking past and this windscreen was towards us and in the, windsc in the windscreen there were four dents, um, two big ones and two small ones. And I can only assume that, it, you know, like they were the head prints of the people and they just smashed straight into that um, into that windscreen. And I just remember being traumatized by that for a long time, even now mm. thinking about it. So yeah. yeah, it's a pretty like unsafe place to be driving, but yeah. thankfully yeah. Um, we got through fairly unscathed, probably had a number of accidents, but nobody was really hurt or anything like that. So I'm really thankful for that. So have you got any road stories? Yeah. Well, ben? I got well, talking about helmets, I had this funny, I, I, something that I've noticed since they've been trying to tell people to wear masks in Thailand, um, then I, I noticed it's like the way that they enforce things in Thailand, is they, don't, they never do it all the time. They'll have like uh, a roadblock that is only doing it for one thing. So like they might have a roadblock for motorbikes and, and today they're stopping people without licenses. So they'll check for licenses. Maybe they'll throw in a fine for no helmet, but a lot of times they just ignore it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they only stop for one thing at a time. And um, a thing that I've noticed now, because Thailand has gotten uh, recently, uh, they've gotten uh, quite crazy about enforcing rules around masks and stuff. Uh, but uh, that doesn't make it, that doesn't, um, that doesn't shock me because they're really good at doing sort of stuff like that, just going crazy and certain things. But um, so they're trying to force people to wear masks, even when they're on a motorbike, even when they're in their own car. If we think that's silly or not, that that's our own opinion. But it's like the funny part about it is people only wear a mask, but they don't wear a helmet still. <laughs> and it, it just cracks me up. It's like you're riding on a motorbike and like whatever in the, on the roads in Thailand. They don't know it's crazy because they've been with it forever. But it's like they'll ride down a road with a mask and no helmet. I'm like, which is more dangerous? <laughs> it's like you're going to catch a virus on the motorbike or you're going to fall off and smash your head open. It's like it just cracks me up. I'm like, it's, it's just like it's just craziness. And that sort of thing happens. It has in all in all areas of life here. Like it just doesn't make sense. But not saying that it's not happening in Australia now because that crazy sort of logic's going on there now too. But it's like, um, yeah, it's. It's, it's hilarious. I find it so funny and I always crack. It cracks me up every time I see it. But like, yeah, talking about, I have so many stories about road stuff in Thailand and um, I, I, I want to talk about just the, like uh, the feeling of driving in Thailand. Like it, it is like for me, I don't think twice about it anymore. And um, I've had, I've never had any big accidents, but um, I've had some very close calls. And um, I think you talked about it on the last one where we were, last chat we had about our first experiences in Thailand, but like the roads, the way that people sort of, it's different now, I think, because the road system's heaps better. But um, back in those days, when you travel, there was only single lanes between big cities. So it's like a single lane. You're coming from Bangkok and it'll drop down to a single lane and like right down the center of Thailand is a single lane road, on one lane <laughs> for each side. And so people just like overtaking and passing and just crazy stuff. They overtake on the left or the right, doesn't matter. Because Thailand drives on the left side, like in Australia and, and that. So, so it's not like a learning curve for that. But um, actually, when we went to the States two years ago, driving in the States was, was, was more difficult for me uh, because it's because the uh, opposite side of the steering wheel. It, I, I eventually became, it became easy and i sort of settled down a bit but i was always nervous doing it but um, Can i, t I tell you something about the us too yeah yeah apparently it's the third most dangerous country to drive in okay yeah cool that, that's what i saw today yeah there's a lot of people weird there. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry so it's like no, that's cool we have like so yeah I'm, I'm totally used to it now but like you do come across stuff like that it, it sometimes it feels like people are trying to kill you it actually feels like that. So I used to ride a motorbike a bit and um, I just nearly got wiped out so many times and um, literally no fault of your own. You're just chilling, riding in the middle of, in the middle of your lane and somebody will just almost kill you. So I have like one time I was just um, stopped at the lights in town, just in the, in the middle of the, like I was next to the middle line with a red light and a car was turning. So I'm, heading straight and he was turning from my left-hand side across in front of me to the, to the right side of me. And then he wasn't even looking or something. And he just came like directly onto me. Like, and like I'm sitting there on the bike directly and, I, and just nearly wiped me out. He saw me luckily, but um, slammed his brakes on in like 30 centimeters in front of my tire. It was like, I don't know how you'd do that, but like he just came into the wrong lane and almost killed me. And luckily I, I could have jumped off if it was going to hit me, but like, 
it's like, and I think that cars sort of put, they don't pay attention to bikes as much, but I think that's probably everywhere. But another time I was riding my bike, I was just like at nighttime and people here, when they're on your side of the road, they flash your lights at you. And that means get the hell out of my way. And um, it was in a narrow street. And this guy was like flying down it and there was a car parked fully in the other lane. So I was driving and then he just came into my lane and I'm on a bike and there's a wall next to me on my left. And then, and, and a car on my right and he's flashing for me to get out of the way. I'm like, I can't get out of the way. So I had to just stop. And he sl- it was raining. So he slammed his brakes on and, and uh, I might've abused him a little bit, but um, there's just a couple of things that happen. And, and it's like, but I don't know. It's just like, it's a different attitude I feel. Uh, and like so many times I've seen people get wiped out, like certain motorbikes. I have the actual got, I've actually got the videos uh, from my dash cam a couple of times where I've seen people get run over by buses and, uh, and and a motorbike people riding motorbikes get run over by buses like this it's just people on the bikes don't pay attention like they literally was an older man and his wife they literally just went across the middle of the road in front of us and rode underneath the wheels of the bus i'm like what is going on here and the late none of them died but the lady she was sitting there and it literally ripped her hand off and she was sitting on the road with a miss a missing hand and uh, stuff like that and then i saw the uh, and the next week I saw a person do the exact same thing, but they actually went under the tires and yeah. So in those situations, we always learned that um, as a foreigner, you, you don't go and do anything. If I was, if there was no one around, I would have, but it's like uh, other people, there's heaps of people around. So they went and helped. But as a foreigner, even if you, it was like one of the first things we learned. Uh, it's a bit sad really, but um, they'll, if you're there and, you help them or even wrap them up a little bit. If something bad happens, they'll blame you and then you'll get in trouble. So uh, it's a pretty sad thing. To, and then they'll want your money. Say, yeah. Well, they won't get anything off me, but uh, they would have been <laughs> disappointed, but that'll probably mean I'd end up in jail. But um, yeah, so it's like stuff like that. Road stuff is a bit scary. And uh, and you just I've, I've just found that if you're really aware, you can sort of see things before they get to you. Um, so I feel like it's made me a really good driver, <laughs> probably uh, uh, good at paying attention. Anyway, I can see things as they're happening. Like mm-hmm. when my wife, when she's young, when she's sitting next to me, she sees something she's telling me and like hitting me and yelling at it. And I'm like, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I, I know it's, I can see it coming. I, uh, so yeah, I've, I've never been in a big accident, but um, we were in a big, in a car accident we had was on one of the school trips, wasn't it? Uh, and we we're traveling somewhere oh, yeah. and we got rear ended. Yeah, yeah, in so Bangkok. Yeah, that was a pretty big yeah. crash, and uh, yeah. we had a school bus, a minibus full of the kids from from my school. In my, I think I'm not sure which trip it was, but um, we just stopped in traffic, and I think a truck rear-ended us, didn't they? Yep, and, a little and truck. All, yeah, yeah. We were really lucky; like the, it got pushed in, and it happened to be that the they were lying down and and had the seats back a little bit, and they sort of like no one got injured. <laughs> it was really yeah. crazy, but uh, yeah, I'm, I've. I've crashed into things, so that means that it's, it's all my fault. But uh, reversed into poles and stuff—that's <laughs> got nothing to do with high traffic. So you do like but, to yeah. try and blame me for that? Well, that was your fault. I was well, moving a, I was, I was moving a, um, a, what is it, a treadmill for you, and I didn't because the treadmill blocked the pole. So I was doing it for you. So it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, no, uh, no other really big stuff. No, uh, we've been pretty good, pretty like able to stay safe mm. on the roads so yeah 
I don't yeah. know. You've got a, you've got a heap of road stories, haven't you? you I know, you've actually, got heaps of you've, them. Got, you've probably done more traveling and driving on the roads in Thailand than I have. Probably, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 I know. Literally, every practically every time we went out, ninety nine point nine percent of the time we did a road trip, there would be at least one accident that we'd come across without fail. Yeah. But um, yeah, another like. Ben, you were talking earlier about um, the police and like, you know, helmets and things like that. I remember back in the early days, I would drive into town and p- the police would be standing at an intersection and they'd have their batons with them. And any of the motorbike riders that didn't have a helmet on, they'd smack them with these batons. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, um, it wasn't funny. It would have hurt like anything, but it was just, yeah, it seemed like an interesting way. What's to... better though? Is it is it better to get hit in the head or pay a fine? <laughs> they'd probably say it's better to get hit in the head yeah 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 that's right because they don't have the money for fines a lot of them do they yeah 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 i'm talking about that what have what are some experiences that you've had with police before you get onto your road road stories but uh, that's a fun little thing any uh good or bad experiences as you've come across police some of that might actually roll into one of your road stories actually yeah yeah yeah. well we have been bribed by police a few times when we've um, had to bribe them yeah oh well yeah had to ask for bribes ask for bribes yeah well not even necessarily asked but um yeah we got picked up for speeding one time and the guy said oh 400 baht and we said oh okay so where do we go to pay it because normally you have to go to the police station and you know go and pay it there and he said oh no 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 you give it to me you give it to me and I said oh that's a bit weird okay so we gave it to him and then he's holding it in his hand and he's looking around and looking behind him sticks it in his pocket you go now you go now <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. that was a an interesting one yeah. um another time well, a we lot had of a, that isn't there a lot of bribing oh, sort of yeah, stuff all the on. time all the time mm. yeah yeah and you know I've, I've been in a taxi where the cops have pulled up the taxi and bribed the taxi driver you know he'd have to pay this policeman 100 baht otherwise he wouldn't let him go so yeah like we knew what happened so we were able to actually give him an extra 100 baht so he wasn't out of pocket for that day yeah. but uh, yeah that sort of thing goes on all the time yeah. but we had a quite a crazy accident one time we were like driving down the road on the left-hand side of the road and we had to cross the other lane to get to a service station. And as we went to cross the lane, this guy so from you're, four or five... So line it up, line it up because... So you're on a, a single lane highway. There's a yeah, big busy like road. Two with one, a, yeah, a lane on each side. And yeah. you stopped to wait for traffic to go past you while you before you could turn. Yep. Yeah, before we turn could turn right. across the other side of the road yeah. Yeah, into this service station. And then this car came from three or four cars behind us and smashed into the side of our car. So then we had to go to the police station and try and sort that out. And that was that was hilarious because at that stage we didn't speak basically no Thai and no one in the, in the police station spoke English. So we were there for hours. And eventually they found someone that could speak English and then my daughter could understand Thai quite well and she sort of was listening to the conversation of the police and she's saying, Mom, Mom, they're lying. They're just lying about what happened. Mm. Um, so anyway, we um, ended up sorting it out and the policeman said, oh, um, in Thailand, what we do is like we help each other out. So if someone has an accident, like you help 
pay to get their car fixed. And I said, oh, yeah, that's okay. I'll help pay to get their car fixed and, and they'll help me to get my car fixed. And they said, no, 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 no. They won't help you, but you must help them. And <laughs> just said, nah, not doing it, sorry. Um, yeah. And in the end, they said, okay, you can go now. It's all finished. So we're walking down the steps of the police station. As we were walking down, they came chasing after us and grabbed us and said, no, 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 he's not finished. He's not finished. You've got to come back. You've got to come back. And then they were asking for more money and stuff. But in the end, they realised they weren't going to get it. So they let us go. But our car was drivable, but his mm. car wasn't. So yeah. anyway. It's like it's that sort of thing is crazy to me because it, it's, it's totally obvious what happened. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're just turning and there's, then there's loser who can't yeah. wait for somebody to turn, overtakes and then slams into the side of your car. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's so obvious. And at that stage, yeah. I wasn't, I was in Australia. I think I was at college. So, um, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Me and my sister, are, you're a bit better at speaking Thai now, but back in those days, um, well, I sort of came, it was, it was sort of weird the way that we came to Thailand. Like we, mum and I first came together and then I came, while they were still in Australia and then we sort of swapped <laughs> and then went, I went back to college and they were here in Thailand. And, uh, and I, I, back in those days, like I was the only one that could speak. I picked up Thai really easily. It was like, it was like nothing for me. So that was pretty sweet. But um, uh, in the first six months, so, and my sister sort of did the same thing, but um, yeah, she's, I don't know. She's just uh, a little bit less confident, but she was a kid back then. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she's well, she only 30. She wasn't going to be jumping into a conversation with the cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's crazy. But, yeah. Another really scary thing that happened to me one night was we we're out on a country road and the farm farmers have these sort of homemade truck things. They're big, solid logs and they've got this massive big engine on the front and they're really solid and really heavy, but they have no lights. So we were like travelling behind one of those and I wanted to overtake. So I put my blinker on to overtake and I was starting to overtake him. But just as I was overtaking him, another one of these farm vehicles was coming straight towards me with no lights. Mm. I have no idea how we got out of that in one piece, but yeah. like we didn't hit either one of them. And yeah, we were just able to keep on going. But that was just, that was so scary. It was so dark yeah. and they've got no lights and yeah, yeah really dangerous. It's, a, it's, um, I remember like that doesn't happen as much anymore. Maybe. No. But um, I, I, rem I remember that very much. Like you're driving along and then directly in front of you, there's a, there's a pitch black tractor driving along the road or a tuk-tuk. They call the farm vehicles here tuk-tuks as well. And it's just a big square hunk of steel, really, with a mm. with a little engine on the front. But it's like totally pitch black, and you can't even see it with your headlights. And it's like yeah. you, you're driving up on it, and you just have to slam your brakes on because they're invisible, basically. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's crazy. It's That's that yeah. sort of stuff happens. But didn't you hit a cow or something too? Oh yeah, we yeah we're going out to um every. I can't even remember how often. Every 90 days we had to leave the country and come back in. So we were driving out to the border at Laos and we were driving through all these little villages and um, it was late in the afternoon and we were heading back to the town that we were going to stay in for the night and there were markets. There's markets in every town um, and village, you know, most afternoons in Thailand. And so there's people everywhere and, you know, crossing the road. and Yeah, so... Um, yeah, like we just smashed into this calf and like half killed it. It was so scary. And we had um, three young people in the back of the ute with us and thankfully no one got hurt. 
Um, but anyway, the car was like, we just could not drive the car. It was totally smashed. And as we were getting out of this car, this young girl came to me. Oh, she, young girl. She was in her early 20s, I guess. And she started talking to me in perfect English <laughs> and like, you know, trying to help me and things like that. And I said to her, like, you're in this tiny little village in the back blocks of Thailand. How do you speak English so well? She said, oh, I studied at Oxford University in England. <laughs> I said, so what are you what are you doing here? You're just back to visit your family. She said, no. She said, I, I just work here with my mum and dad in our little family store with an Oxford University education. <laughs> like I was blown away. Yeah. But anyway, she was nice and she was helpful. And then they called the chief of police and he spoke English really, really well. And he was saying, oh, yeah, look, it's not your fault. You know, it's the farmer's fault. The farmer owns the cow and the cow shouldn't have been on the road. So, you know, he actually should fix your car for you. And I said, well, I'm not going to ask a Thai fam farmer to fix my car because I know that's literally impossible. And they said, oh, that's all right. Thank you. That's very kind of you. He said, but you can have the calf. Do you want the calf? I said, no. I said, give it to someone else. They can have a barbecue tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had to leave the car in that village to get fixed. And he found the mechanic and stuff like that. But the town that we were staying in was two hours away. And um, I said, oh, we've got to get back to this town. He said, that's all right. He said, one of my men will take you. And he gets on the phone and calls this guy. And I said, oh, so is, is this guy on shift tonight? And he said, oh, well, it doesn't matter if he's on shift on or not. I'm the boss and he does what I tell him to do. So this guy had to bring his own personal car and take the five of us to this town where we were staying and then turn around and come back. And this was like six o'clock at night. So he would have been out till all hours of the night. Yeah. Um, but he was like a nice young guy and we were talking like I knew enough Thai to be able to talk to him a little bit. And he was telling me about his family and things like that. Um, yeah. So he took us and we gave him petrol money, gave him extra tip because, you know, like it was a massive big deal. Um, but yeah. And then like four or five days later, we went back to, to pick up the car and we were right to go, but it was just amazing. And even in that, um, you know, like, the friends that we were staying with who weren't um, Thai people, they were foreigners. Um, they gave us money to help pay to get the car fixed. So like, it was just a, a crazy, incredible story, the whole thing. Yeah. But, and it's like yeah, a super had... cool adventure story that you can share yeah. now. Yeah. It's a big adventure. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so there's so, yeah. There's so many like heaps of stories that are heaps and heaps of stories for the roads in Thailand. But if you've been here, you know what it's like. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's just it's just different, and um, I don't know. After a while, it just, you just get used to it, and yeah, and it becomes natural, and mm. you just sort of move around it like they do. Yeah, <laughs> and that's at, right. At you first, get in, it's like crazy, but yeah, yeah, you get into the flow of driving like them, them, and then coming back to Australia, where we've got so many rules and things, it's actually hard, like learning how to drive like an Australian again. Yeah, but, it's funny though, really, isn't it? It's all the rules that yeah. make it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but it's the rules that keep us safe. Is it as well? It's meant to well, be. Well, I uh, think so. You're meant to be paying attention to the road, but they make you pay attention to the rules. Yeah, yeah. But at least, like, I can get to a green traffic light in Australia and be 99% <laughs> yeah, sure that no one's going to be coming across in front of me through the red light. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. it's good yeah. to. Ha it's good when people actually follow that because you know it's going to happen. It's predictable. Yeah. And if it's predictable, it's good. Yeah. 
The thing I do like about Thai drivers, though, is like 90% of them are very polite. So mm. they'll let you do whatever it is that you need to do, you know, like they'll move over for you yeah. or let you in. Yeah. There's it doesn't matter if you have little... to cross. Like in Bangkok, you got like the 10 lanes. It doesn't matter if you're trying to push across, they don't get cut. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Let, let yeah. it happen. Yeah. yeah. So there's very, very little road rage. I think I only ever had one road rage incident and it was actually when I stopped at a stop sign, the guy behind me got really cut and started <laughs> abusing me. Like, Why are you stopping? Keep on going. Yeah. You come across them when, you, when yeah. you've been here for a while, you come across the crazy people too. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, that's fun. That's uh, I almost only got into a punch up with a, a guy on a, on a bike once. He just came and cut me off and then he was really, really aggressive. And then I jumped off to stand up and have a go. And then he sort of ran off. But then five other dudes who had nothing to do with it wanted to go me. But then they <laughs> they eventually didn't because I'm like 5,000 times bigger than them. But it's like, a, <laughs> but like you can get yourself in trouble here too. You've got to be like. You um, can. Yeah, you've got to be, gotta be really like, smart. you got to be like, it's either, I guess you got to be super humble and just be like, yeah, and eat it. And uh, that's all. That's for me, that's a hard lesson to learn because I, yeah. I like standing up against things. <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool yeah that's all right let's leave it at that then eh? yep sounds good yeah